Welcome back to another episode of the Sounder at Heart podcast. I am Jeremiah O'Shan. I'm Mark Kastner. This is the Sounder at Heart podcast. Joined by my co-host, Mickey Turner. This is the other voice that you hear. Tim Foss. Of course, Ari Lillian Wall. This has been an extremely weird podcast. Getting dragged all day. So the bottom line is they, they don't have an answer to that. There's a reason they got signed to first team contracts. And if you're not going to give them respect for that, then have fun losing again next Very year. special guest, Brian Spencer, head coach of the Seattle Sounders. You know who he is. Brian how are you doing? I'd start off, Jeremiah, by saying one thing, and this isn't my quote. I have to attribute this to Tom Dutra. He always says, tough times don't last, tough people do. Welcome to another episode of the Sounder at Heart podcast. I am Jeremiah O'Shan. Joining me today is Beth Mantle and a very special guest, Kellen Rowe. How are you doing, Kellen? Lovely. What a great day. Uh, I should say, how are you doing too, Beth? I'm I'm great. Yeah. Oh, good. So, uh, Kellen, this we've we've actually had you on uh, relatively recently. You were, of course, uh, joining us during Yacht College, and you were doing uh, a wine tasting with us. I feel like we should start there. Uh, has there? How are things going in your uh, W set uh, process and? And is there any interesting developments in the world of wine tasting that you'd like to share with us? Uh, I have not. I've decided not to, you know, go any farther at the moment with my W set. Good level three. It does take a lot of drinking, um, which means, uh, you know, playing soccer and drinking wine is not an easy thing to do in combination. Uh, <laughs> I have tried. It is not, not easy. I'm not as good of a soccer player. Um, or maybe I'm better. I don't know. Uh, and then I've, you know, I've, I've had conversations, um, with, with many people, uh, which is great. I've had my wine teacher come and visit, which is amazing. Um, and we got to talking about wine and what our future would look like. And now we've, we've put together, um, something with two vintners that will benefit the Jesse Reese foundation, which works with pediatric cancer. And that's on May 19th, which is great. And so two vintners actually coincidence, I guess, that they were one of the wines that we were drinking during Yacht College. So that was actually the first time I had two vintners. Okay. Which is pretty funny. Um, and so when we started communicating, I sent out about 15 to 20 emails to different wineries that I've heard of around Woodenville, around Soto, um, just around the Washington area that people would be able to get to. And they were one of the first people that, that contacted me back. Uh, and they've been jumping on board. Uh, so easily about getting anything I asked for uh, and making sure they donate as much money as possible, which is great to hear from, from my end. Uh, so it was, it was a very good coincidence, but I had to go in and be like, Hey, what I didn't, I didn't taste your wines. I have no idea what they taste like. Of course. And so they didn't it was, say, it was Oh, great, actually, it was a great day for me. <laughs> they didn't call you out on it. They're like, Oh, we were watching yacht college. We know, you know, our wines, you were, you're tearing us up. That's one of, I mean, 20 wines that they make. Right, so of course. <laughs> for me, it was just like, oh, darn, I don't know. I haven't tasted that one yet. I will taste that one, that one, that one, and that one. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, uh, going, moving back towards the field a little bit, uh, you got your first start for the Sounders this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I guess, was it was it what you expected it to be? Was it how was that for you? Was it, I mean, did it, was it different starting than it was making your debut or like, has this experience on the field been kind of what you imagined in your head when you signed with the Sounders? Yeah. Um, look, I think I'll never get used to it, uh, especially this year. 
with things changing, with allowing fans back in, how many more fans are we going to be able to get, which family members going to be able to make the game, um, or just the, the pure excitement of actually just getting on the field as a sounder. Uh, it's pretty amazing. When I made my debut, I had a, you know, a great sense of pride. I was very happy. I was excited the whole day. Uh, when I made my first start, it was kind of a, uh, I guess a, a fluke would be a wrong, wrong term, um, but it was a last minute decision because Josh Tensio had that injury. So I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I was always prepared, but it was a shock. And so, you know, having that and then having my whole family there, they made a big, my brother-in-law's uh, family made a big 22 sign. Um, so I was able to find where they were and they were a big group. So that was pretty amazing. And I'm just not going to get used to the fact that I get a step on the field uh, as a sounder. When did you find out, you know, I saw you warming up and it looked like you were warming up a little bit differently than the rest of the team. And so I was wondering if it was, it was, you mentioned it was a last minute decision, but was it like a game time decision? Uh, so I had heard, no, it wasn't so much of a game time decision. Um, it was in the air on gosh, when did we play Sunday? Yeah. So it was in the air on Saturday after training Hey, is a possibility, you know, make sure you're ready. And that's, as a pro, you're always ready for a game. Not, not a big deal. Um, and then right before the game, Josh had, you know, said, I, you know, I can't go. And they, you know, found out that he had the injury. And so I was then put in. So before warmups, that's for sure. It wasn't like it was, okay. it was a warm up, And then all of a sudden, Hey, you're starting. No, it was, it was before warmups. That was good. I got to warm up the team. And so you were also deployed as a bit more of a defensive player than we have been used to seeing you. I know you've played as a fullback, but what was that? I mean, ha have you played that deep in the midfield before? Yeah. So last, I guess my stint at Salt Lake, I played as a double six. Uh, and then last year I played as like a defending number eight. Okay. Uh, I had the ability to go forward if I had the chances, but they, they wanted, uh, they wanted the aggression. They wanted the winning tackles um, uh, to kind of break on, on teams. So that position was familiar, something I had done last year. And I think that's why coach was so comfortable putting me there um, since I've, you know, played outside back and the 10 and uh, well, I guess the left outside back as well. So um, he was just comfortable putting me there, which is, which is good from my end that he has confidence in me. Yeah, so looking forward to this weekend, we've got Sounders Timbers um, and we have fans in the stadium. So I guess how are, what are you excited about most for your first like regular season um, rivalry match as a Sounder? I, you know, I've, I've been through rivalry matches uh, on the East Coast. I've been through them uh, in, I guess you could say Kansas City and Salt Lake, but it just doesn't match this game. Um, it's just the... I had talked about it with a few guys and a few other people as well. There's a, there's a sense of pride being from Washington and, and playing for the Sounders and going to play against a team like Portland on the East coast. I used to talk about how people would say Portland's a great city. I go, yeah, it is, but Seattle's better. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's just, Good there's answer. just that, there's just that sense of pride of being from Washington that I can't wait to, to put on the field. Had you been like, I know you, you grew up in a time that was pre MLS, but like, how aware are you of that Sounders Timbers rivalry? Like, was that something you grew up like feeling even during the, the USL era? No, I mean, not from my end. No, but once the, once those games started, you saw it. Um, it was, you know, the, I think the rivalry goes not just from players, not just from clubs, but fans, 
you know, who has the better stadium, who has the better fans, who has the loudest, whatever it's, it goes, you know, deep into this, these clubs, um, which I, which I really enjoy. It's something that you want to play for. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm excited to get started. And so, um, you know, I was listening to the interview you did earlier this week with Sounders Weekly, uh, and yeah. you, you mentioned that one of the things that you did early on in, in the process of joining the Sounders is that you actually reached out to uh, the Sounders yourself. Is that something you had ever done before? Is that like, had you previously come close to joining the Sounders and it hadn't worked out? Like what prompted you to actually make that step of like, of putting yourself out there essentially. Um, yeah, there's been a few times where I had, there was mentioned that I was going to be, um, you know, I was offered as in a trade or I was, you know, I've been through free agency before and Seattle was where I wanted to be. And it just didn't work out. Um, both timing and money. And there's a lot of things that go into contracts and a lot of things that go into free agency. Free agency is not as nice as people think. Um, <laughs> but that's a, that's a long story for other things, but yeah, I, I, look, you go through almost every player has an agent. They deal with the contracts. They deal with, uh, you know, teams that want you teams that don't. And I've been in the league long enough. It wasn't like I was going to go do a contract, but I said, look, I, I want to be here. Get me in contact with, with Garth. Get me in talk to contact with coach. If we can get on a, a call, that'd be amazing. If we could meet in person, I, I would have loved that, but it was the time of COVID. Um, and it was, let me sell myself. You know, let, let, let me do it. And I don't want to go through a third party. I want, I want them to know me. Um, and hopefully that was a, you know, determining factor to go through. And it looks like it helped. And had you ever, but had you ever done that before? Is that something that you think uh, it happens very often? No. I mean, coaches, coaches will want to talk to players. Coaches will don't want to, you know, see a player's character in some way um, on a, on a quick call maybe. But this was this, I mean, I, it felt like a job interview to me which is great. This is what I wanted. So you've played under some, some very different coaches in your time at MLS. You've had Bruce Arena, you've had Peter Vermees, you've had Jay Heaps, uh, Brad Friedel, and now you've landed with Brian Schmetzer. Um, can you talk about maybe the differences between those styles and what you prefer from a coach? Oh, wow. Um, there are, uh, from player, from coaches that I've played under, there are a lot of differences with every single coach. There's also a lot of similarities. It's hard not to play the same game. Um, you know, it's, it's soccer is a simple game. You run around, you kick a ball and you score more goals than the other team. Um, you know, like we're paid golden retrievers here. Um, it's the differences in, in tactics, but that also comes with the team that you're, you're playing with. You know, you may have like this last team I played with in New England, we had Carlis Hill and, and Gustavo Buck. It's like, okay, you, you win the ball and you find your playmakers and they'll go winning the game. Um, obviously we had a lot of talent going through that, but that's, you know, that's, a, it's a main tactic there. You have differences in sense of if things aren't going right, cross the ball to Raul. He's going to find a way to score. Um, if you went in doubt, hit the ball at JP anywhere and he will find a way to get out of, cause that, you know, and, and when Nico's on the field, get the ball to Nico, you know, it's, the coaches have all their tactics, all their things, but when we go on the field, it's the players have the game and they have their own tactics. And I, a lot of the coaches that I've played for, um, especially Brian really relates that in the sense that it's our, it's our game to play. If the tactics work, that's great. It's a great idea. It's a good way to start. But as the game goes on, 
uh, us players kind of take the reins. Do you feel like you thrive under that added sense of responsibility? I enjoy responsibility. Yes. Um, I, I, I almost bring it upon myself. Uh, if you, if you didn't have fans, you would hear a lot of my voice. Uh, I like to direct as much as I can. It might be the, it might be the wrong directions, but I still have a voice and it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a little gnat in your ear and it'll be my voice. Um, and it just keeps me in the game. It keeps me involved. It keeps me going. Um, and it sometimes it energizes me in a good way. Do you, you know, I think we see that sort of thing from players who move around the pitch a lot. Do you mm-hmm. at this point have a position that you prefer or is it just get me on the field? I don't really care what I'm doing. Get me on the field. Get me on the field. I can find joy in every position. I can find uh, success in every position that I've played so far. Um, would I be good at a center back? Absolutely not. Would I be good at goalie? <laughs> no way. Could I, could I make do with the other positions? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, if I'm playing number nine, I'm not going to go score 20 goals but I'll give you a good shift. You know, like it's, I, I now have to learn all these positions just in case. Um, and I put that on myself because I, like I said, I, I just want to be on the field, whether it be left back, right back, center, mid 10, whatever, whatever we're playing. I want to be on the field. So I'll make sure to know multiple positions that way. If you know, there's three guys in line for one position, well, I'm going to go in the, the position that they have one guy in line. So one of the things I think has been interesting about the way that Brian has deployed the 3-5-2, and I don't know if this is inherent about the 3-5-2 or if it's something about the way that he's using it, but it does seem to really highlight uh, versatility in the players. Like it asks players to do different things. You see Christian deployed as a 10. You see you deployed at almost, you know, we've seen you play three or four positions already this year. Uh, I suspect that we're going to see other players moving around. Uh, is there some, I mean, do you think that three, five, two, there's something about that formation that does make the most of versatile players? Yes. And no, um, you find uh, players like, I mean, Alex Rodon right now, Brad Smith, they're, they're very good at attacking. They are, they're very Alex put it in an amazing ball. Brad is just dangerous. Anytime he gets on the ball or gets, gets forward. Um, and so you see these, these talented wingers or, backs if you want to put them there have more success because they're able to push up the field we have a lot of talent in center backs we now have them to have cover as well it's not just two of them there's three and then you have the midfielders who can interchange in any way um but you know the biggest thing for me is you get a guy like will brew on the field next to raul who raul's had a lot of freedom but will has this sense of he's he's a veteran player every time he plays he's he knows where to be he works hard he can hold the ball with the best of them um and like you said, yeah, these versatile players can play anywhere, but you, there's, there's a, oh, man, it's just comfort. Everywhere you play, there's comfort because you have cover no matter where. And how has the, how have the young players been incorporated into this? You know, we, it feels like we have seen young players kept with the first team longer mm-hmm. and longer. And it, and it seems like it's a very purposeful kind of process. I mean, they've been doing well, um, but you have to learn. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of times the, maybe the defiance or the Academy teams, they don't play the way the first team plays. Uh, they may not play a formation because they don't have the, the players for it. They may not play the same tactics, they, you know, little things like that. So if you want someone to 
break into the first team as a young player. They need to be able to train with the first team so they can uh, get used to the tactics, get used to the players they're playing with and, and, and all that. Um, but the young players have been doing very well. Uh, they train it hard every day. Uh, and you see, you see them growing and not in the sense of like, you know, soccer, but in the sense of tactics as people, um, getting to know each other. It's great. So y'all have been on a hot start. It's been a really good start for the team. Um, looking forward, what would you want to take from this season to consider it a personal success? I always try to try not to think too much on the first probably five games. Um, great that we get results. You need to win your home games, um, not only for yourself, but for, for the fans. But, you know, these, these teams are still trying to get used to each other. I can almost guarantee you the first lineup you put out is not the one, that last one you put out. Um, I think the best thing to take is, is what your successes are, why you're finding these successes. Uh, and for us personally, I think it's the fact that we've only had conceded one goal and it was from a set piece. Um, I think that's a big positive and something we take forward really hard to, to lose a game when you don't get scored on. So um, it's, that's something positive to take forward. But like I said, you know, take it with a grain of salt. It is the first few games. Uh, teams are still getting used to each other. Teams are still getting fit again. And, you know, hopefully we can continue this. So moving into moving back into, I guess, uh, stuff that's going on off the field, the team just announced that they got all the players, all the staff, uh, but both the defiance and the first team all vaccinated. Uh, does it feel like the team is starting to move towards normal? And have you been able to kind of start enjoying Seattle that you, the, the whole pur- purpose of you coming here in the first place? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a little bit different. It's a little easier in the locker room. We have a little more space for each other. We can kind of be around each other a little bit longer. Um, not as strict of, you know, you come in at this time, you come in at this time. Uh, everyone's kind of around each other. Uh, there's an ability to have no masks, which is great because everyone is vaccinated, uh, staff included. Uh, and I think that's the big one. The staff is also uh, vaccinated, which is great. It's not just the players. Uh, but yeah, you know, you get to go outside, but you know, for me is I, I always have a mask in my pocket. You know, I, I still uh, make sure that others feel comfortable, others feel safe, uh, but I'm now allowed to, you know, go with family, go with friends to a restaurant. I'm able to, you know, go visit grandparents if we have time off, which is, which is amazing for me. Yeah, now that y'all are able to integrate more as a team, um, have you found yourself like settling in nicely with the guys and the rest of the team? Yeah, it's fairly easy when um, I carpool with Brad Smith now. Um, and he's just a, he's, you think I'm a gnat. Look at, look at this guy. Um, <laughs> make sure you get that one on there. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. It's, it's, this team is very, this locker room is very easy to get, to get involved with. Um, just a bunch of good dudes, which is not something you always see. Everyone gets along. Um, and everyone just makes an effort to, to be a good human, which is great. Well, Kellen, that was, uh, that was really great. I appreciate you taking this time. I know you've got other things to do tonight, uh, but we really do appreciate you joining us and, and kind of sharing some insight into the team. Uh, but yeah, I uh, hope you, you're able to go out and, and have some fun tonight. Uh, we'll see. Nice little dinner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm Jeremiah O'Shan. I'm signing off for Beth Mantle. Uh, This is the Sounder at Heart podcast.